The following program was produced by a community producer. Hello and welcome to More Than 02148. I'm your host, Ed Lucy, and my guest is Donna Donacourt. Nice to see you, Ed. Local resident. Yes. And um, how long has it been since you, you did a show with me? How long ago? Well, that's a good question. Maybe a, maybe a year ago, last year? More than that, I think. Is it really? I believe it is. But mm. at that time, um, she was president of the Baldwin. Chamber. Oh, so that was longer than, yeah, because yeah. I'm going, this is my second year as past right. president. And... Um, Although you're no longer the president, as the, as the system works out, you're on the board. I'm on the board as past president. As a past president. Until the current president becomes past president, then I'm really off. Oh. <laughs> 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 the, um, it's a two-year term? The president. But you, but you served longer, I, I think. I did because of the pandemic. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our succession plan was did not happen because pandemic just. Which happened to a lot of yes. industries and businesses. But speaking of that, um, the chamber survived in spite of that difficulty yep. of adjusting, yep. and certainly um, you witnessed a lot of businesses that had to make some creative changes in order to survive yep. the, uh, the changes that occurred when your people were no longer able to go to the place where they right. expected to do business. Right. So much went online, so much went virtual, so much went yeah. in other ways or not at all. Now, since then, has it been a reversion to what it used to be or is it more still the... Yeah, I would say it's probably still a lot of hybrid or a lot of virtual still. Yeah. And I think part of that is that convenience of... You don't have to, you know, like I have a board meeting tonight, matter of fact. It's all online. Yeah. So, and it's at 5 o'clock. So it's it's nice because there's 18 board members, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's hard for everyone to leave and be at one place for 5 o'clock. Yeah. People are coming from, like my office is in Woolburn. Some people are local, like their office is right in Malden. Some people are in Stoneham. You know, uh, we have people in... Um, Gloucester, so it is. It is a little bit of a hike for some people. So this kind of works out in that way. It, it definitely would do. Yes, no question. Because yeah. um, uh, pe people who are uh, on the road or not in the yes. office, when they, they could go directly home and still be be at the Ex meeting, or and, or in their car. Like yeah. we have a we do monthly lunch and learns, and we just did one uh, last week or the week before. And it was virtual, right? Same thing, right? You could just be at your desk, yeah. eating your lunch, so to speak, and be part of the presentation. Yeah. The, the, um, for the edification of the public, we may not uh, be connected in any way to the, what the Chamber functions. Basically, what is a Chamber of Commerce? Uh, yeah, it's a way, it's um, it's a, actually where the, one of the largest um, non-secretarian, non um politically connected business group that tries to bring businesses into the community, connect them with other businesses, and kind of be both a business and community relationship, support them in their growth, support them in marketing, um, support them as, uh, as community members. Um, yeah, so it's been around. We just did our 125th. You think I'd remember 130th anniversary? That's more than four score and seven. It is more score. <laughs> it is. 
Yes, it is. If I do my quick math, 20 years. Yes, it is. So we had a big celebration a couple years ago, um, actually 2021. Yep. And um, yeah, so it's, 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 it's kind of a nice. And what's been interesting, too, I think back to your point about the COVID and the pandemic and how that's changed, how people work together, is so many businesses now tend to be kind of a little bit in a in a cave in that sense where they don't get to meet other businesses anymore, right? Because they're kind of working from home. They're doing everything from home. Now the chamber can also now network them with other businesses. They don't have to feel so like by themselves out there. They can do that local connection yeah. as well. Tangibly, how does a, benef- a business benefit from being a member of the chamber? Well, I mean, very. I'll give you one very tangible way is um, we have over 300 members on the Chamber, Malden Chamber of Commerce, and every member gets two free social media posts every year to all the members. So that's a very kind of a more tangible... Every new member or every member? Every member, if they take advantage. Right. You know, they have to, you know, put it together. But yeah, if you're a member, you get two free social media posts a year. Um I mean, that's a very tangible way. I think some of the intangible, a lot of times, is what you bring into it. You know, you can sponsor events, you know, and get your name out there. We do three or four kind of big events every year. Um, We just did the comedy night a few months ago at Mix 360. So you were able to do a sponsorship. You get your name out there. You get connected with other folks. Um, Or you can serve on a committee and meet other, you know, um, businesses that way. So there's lots of different ways we give out stickers. Some people, I literally was just walking by um, Matthews Insurance, who've been here a long time up the top of the street here on Pleasant Street, and their Malden Chamber of Commerce stickers right on their door. Are they know? still open? They still are. Oh, they're still a member, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, the uh, the chamber uh, um, is now in the, the, your office in the Dallin Building? No, we don't have an office. Oh, you we are that. virtual. Oh, Again, I see. Okay, well. Same part of the thing. Yeah, we're virtual as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's this idea, too, that we go to you. You don't need to go to us. You know, so sometimes the office was kind of empty when we had one. Yeah. Because people didn't normally come into the office and join. Instead, we often would go to their business, visit them on site, you know, kind of learn about what their business is, what they do, how we can support them versus you coming to us. Yeah. You mentioned the, the membership. Uh, so, um, how do you determine who's a prospect, who, uh, whether they're established business or they're, they're new in the city? How does the chamber make a determination to make a focus on that particular business or uh, some sort of a, a review of an industry that may be attractive to being a member? I, I mean, I'm going to answer that in two different ways. One, I feel like we see the value of any person or business being a member and how we can support them. Sometimes they're pretty unique, um, like um, Jet Aero, which is a, they make um, obviously helicopter parts over on, uh, by Oak Grove. Very unique business, right? How do we help them? It's a little more different than maybe the restaurant down the street or the uh, dance studio up on uh, Commercial, you know? Different ways. I didn't know there was one on commercial street. There is. Yeah, right by it's between Panadosi and Doms. Oh, oh, that part of commercial. Yeah, 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 that part of commercial. We're all members, Doms and Panadosi, all members. I was thinking of the one up on Main Street, uh, across from Cappy's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be one in Maple Square. I don't know if they still. I don't think they're there any longer. No, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I think sometimes it's hard to, especially with the pan. Again, the pandemic did have some. Impact. Marlin has 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 a, a community itself is by definition is diverse. We, yes, we realize that. Uh, yeah, twenty five percent or more of population is Asian in to some yeah. degree, and that uh, if you were talking about colors for the first time, I think in our history, we're less than white white colored people. White people are less than fifty percent of the total population. So uh-huh. we do offer a mix across the city. Yep, and that's in many ways. It's an attraction, and it's also, I think, the reason perhaps here in Malden why you have so many different types of restaurants. Yeah, we do. And I just wonder, isn't it, how do you connect to restaurants that open up in particularly Ooh, downtown? Yeah. Well, what's kind of cool right now, Ed, is that we are kicking off 
Malden Restaurant Week. So it's a great way for us to walk into a restaurant who's not yet a member yeah. and say, we are doing restaurant week. We would love, we do all the marketing for them. We send them the information. So then if they have their own, you know, marketing group, commercials, clients that they send to, they can send it out to them. So it's a great way to get a lot of marketing for their restaurant. So right now is kind of a perfect time for us to go and talk to a new restaurant and saying, hey, if you join, we will, you know, make you part of Restaurant Week, and we talk about what that means. It's also, we also have been doing for years, 52 Weeks of Dining Raffle, and a great another way for us to say, we will buy one or two gift cards from you, right? So that eats away at their cost of joining anyways. And then from that, we do a raffle, and whoever wins, wins 52 gift cards. That's what, hence the 52 Weeks of Dining. That's a nice, uh, uh, it's not the lottery, but it's pretty it's good. It's pretty movie. nice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, I've talked to a couple of the winners over the years. You know, some people will use them for themselves, and I've had a couple people that I've talked to winners who actually gave them away as gifts, right? My yeah. kid or my business client. or So it's kind of a neat way you can use them however you want, but you literally get 52 gift cards. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like right now restaurants are kind of very easier because Malden Restaurant Week and the 52 Weeks of Dining is really a great way to talk about how we can support them and some great marketing strategies um, that are happening. Now, the restaurants participate. Approximately how many restaurants uh, uh, would be anticipated to be part of the... Well, I know right now. Matter of fact, I pull, I was in preparation for our, our conversation. I pulled... I saw the list as of over the weekend. There was 25 restaurants right now. And when is that going to be done? Uh, the 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 raffle, you mean? No, the, oh, are you talking about the raffle? Or the, I'm talking about the the dining. Oh, okay. I was talking about the raffle. So oh, sorry. I'm sorry. So the raffle, we have 25 so far. So you got to get 52 all together, right? Well, sometimes we no, we've never had 52 restaurants. Okay. So that's why I say one or two. Yeah. So sometimes what we'll do is we'll buy two gift cards from. Uh, 110 Grill or, yeah. or All Seasons or something in order to get to the 52, right? right? Or Bobby C's. Oh, Bobby C's. Yep, they're, <laughs> on, they're actually on the list. They're exactly. very generous. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And they've been a longtime member of yeah. great, and great food, as yeah. you know. Um, but for Restaurant Week, um, we've already started to get some – some people do specials, like, or like, um, like just for last year, for example – We've had some people do kind of a price fix menu. Exchange Street Bistro did that last year, or some people will just do you know buy a something and get a a free dessert. You know what I mean? So it just depends on what they want to do. Right. And then they'll then we promote it. Do you have to be a member of the chamber to participate in it? Yes. Well, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 And it's a, yes. Yeah. But we say to them, yeah. yeah. Obviously, and it's hard, you know, because sometimes. Depending on how new they are, you know, cash flow might be a little more difficult. So if they're newer, you know, we've tried to be flexible with them, yeah, you know, yeah, in the sense yeah. of getting them in. It's a great opportunity to get them out there in a quick way. Um, but we also know cash flow, especially for newer restaurants, could be a little tight. But I, you're going to laugh, but um, McDonald's is a chamber member. McDonald's on Broadway. Well, they are. Yeah, they've been for a few years. And I went, uh, they were on my assignment to go check on them. I will tell you, they've been so responsive. They're in, they're going to join Modern Restaurant Week. They're going to do a, a, a big what do, give, what do they give you, a hamburger? I think they're going to buy, you buy one, <laughs> get one free. Yeah. And they're also going to do the the Malden Dining Raffle. But I think it's great. Like, even as something as silly as McDonald's, who people think is just this big conglomerate, the well, regional manager, yeah, the regional manager, whoever the owner is, it, yeah. she's been great to work with, yeah. and she wants to be involved, you know, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Bobby C's, and, and um, God, we've talked to quite a few. Yeah. A piece of pizza. He's a very generous person. He is very generous. He's uh, he's on board. Y yes, yeah. Um, yeah. 110 Grill, you know, you name it. They, we've had quite all seasons. Um, oh, oh I'm Doug, Doug is good. Very, yeah, Doug is good right now. And I've been talking to I haven't gotten a commitment yet, but on Crazy Good Kitchen. We've been back and forth with Crazy Good well, Kitchen. Well, you're putting a name out, you know. You, I know, that's why I almost didn't say it, but maybe this will pressure them. <laughs> Crazy Good Kitchen, yeah. say yes. You know. These fundraisers, um, are they... 
to um, help the budget co- yeah. projection for the year. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, really, our biggest costs are our staff. We have an executive director. Right. And then, you know, just costs like, you know, if we do a mailing or, or maintaining our website. Um, I mean, we saved a lot not having an office anymore, obviously. Um, but, yeah, so it's just kind of basic uh, running the chamber. Because all the board is volunteer. You know, the 18 board members are all volunteers. And uh, now do you have, now that you're remote, do you have less staff people than you did before? No, we still have one full, one part-time. Oh, I see. And actually, I will say that we just hired, um, thanks to the ARPA grant, actually, we were able to uh, get some grant money. We hired a person to help us not only recruit new members but retain the new members right and she she's actually lives in malden um and so she started maybe about a month ago maybe two months ago now at this point yeah and her you know again very part-time yeah. and her role really is to both recruit and retain new members right yeah well your own experience in malden um the um Like, there's so many new restaurants, especially on Pleasant Street. Yeah. Do you find that they're able to survive uh, or or some open up and it isn't? Because, you know, trying to open up during the pandemic was really a... challenge. For even established businesses, it was extremely challenging. And uh, there was obviously, um, for some, the stimulus money that was made available to businesses to encourage them to retain their employees. But in the... In, in the real world, if people aren't going out, unless you can create, I know one of the restaurants, Bobby C's for one, that uh, they it, it did a significant amount of business, not in-house, but deliveries. Huge. And, and uh, Huge. they probably don't have that anymore, but they're obviously back to the norm. So they, I think a lot of that's, con- it's kind of like your earlier question, Ed, is I think a lot of that's continued, the Uber Eats and the, the food delivery services that are happening. I mean, I see it when I go to Pearl Street Station, you know, the constant, you know, pickup and delivery. And a lot of it, it's not you and I going to pick up our pizza. (laughs) You know, it's it's the... um, DoorDash. Yeah, the DoorDash folks who are going in and picking up the pizza. So I do think a lot of that has continued. I mean, look at people aren't going to the grocery store like they used to. They're not, they're ordering on Target, you know, and getting it delivered to their door. Yeah. So I do yeah. think a lot of that has continued, which has helped to maintain yeah. and sustain, right. you know, restaurants. Right. You, you mentioned earlier in the conversation that um, you have about 300 members. Yeah. Is that more or less than what you had before the pandemic? It's about the same, actually. During the pandemic, we were obviously like everybody. We were anxious and nervous, but we got a lot of members during the pandemic. Yes. And I, and I, again, this is somewhat of a hypothesis, but I do think that it was that need to connect. Yeah. You know, because all of a sudden we were all in our little caves. You know, all in our little cocoons, and the chamber. You know, we did a lot of virtual, you know, we even did virtual networking, you know, which is, again, a little strange, but it was a way to, hey, you know, nice to meet you, or what do you do, or oh, I know somebody who, you know. So we actually did restate about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there there any other hook that a business might use to join, for instance, uh, sometimes I, would, I would think maybe an idea might be that if a restaurant came in, and, and it didn't, wouldn't have to be a restaurant, but one way would be that for the next 60 days, if there's some kind of a coupon, they would get a temp, person would get a 10% discount on the bill at the restaurant. Uh-huh. That way, that might expose the business to new customers yeah. who, who would be re, once they started to come would be repeat business. There uh, isn't. I we don't have anything right now, but I will. It's. You just reminded me, though, that yeah. Mystic Valley Hair Salon, which is on Eastern Ave, actually, I think, across from Lucy Insurance, or right near Lucy Insurance, yeah. they, um, if you're a chamber member, you get, I think it's a 20% discount off your haircut. And, and, and so Is it a salon? It's a salon. And yeah. it does men and women's cuts. So I was like, that was a, 20% is a substantial, you know? So that was, right. uh, so that was a nice... Um, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> there's five businesses there and four of them have formed yes. the salons. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. And I actually talked to him about it because he actually hosted a networking event at his salon, too. I mean, he's doing all the right things, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was, and he's like, but it's 
the each salon is really um, catering to a different population. True. So that because I was saying I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, it's it's all hair beauty type businesses, you know. But he said they're all different populations. Because the time of a motor might be time prom time at the high school where the where the the uh, the students get all dressed up in in a, in a in, to go to the prom. We get if they uh, that's an expense for the family. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's not. I mean, right that particular plaza there, they got ton of nice parking. Right. You know, and sometimes that's a deterrent for some folks. You know, like yeah. I think of. Of course, I, you know, my little best friends, which is another chamber member, they're right there on Main Street. They're a daycare. They've been a longtime member. Parking, they, they literally, the kids are being dropped off right there on Main Street, and you got to move on. There's just nowhere to park. Yeah, and you know, it's a uh, challenge. Yeah. Well, uh, whether they care, even the schools, that's another issue. Exactly. Uh, on Salem Street, sometimes a lot of. Uh, of uh, mm-hmm. Do do you have instances where people come in and and they're that like a really an odd business that you wouldn't normally think about? Well, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, it's I, the the one thing that comes to mind is um, sometimes I'll because I'm not on the membership committee, so I get the I get information kind of after they've already joined. And I'll see names, and I'm like, what do they do? Like, yeah. it, the name is so evasive or, you know, that I have no idea what they do, you know? Versus, so it's like, is that a strategy? Because you, then you're intrigued and want to explore it? Or is it just not good planning? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But I can't think of any particularly that come to mind, like, so unique or odd. Like, I feel like you get a lot of the – we get our first new – pest company you know we've had you know yankee pest has been around long time member been around forever for the first time i actually the new member was some kind of a pest control company i don't know much about them but i just happened to see them they just joined last month i was like oh haven't seen that in long time well the uh maybe they're for raccoons or (laughs) other wildlife oh the mice (laughs) mice are okay it's the rats that are the problem yeah 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 yeah. yeah. oh yeah you hear about that too i know well the uh so the big event coming up at the the restaurant what is it yeah that's when october october 1st through the 7th let me make sure i have that right yep first through the 7th so I mean, we've got some time, and then the year of dining is going to be the first day of restaurant week, and we'll do that live on. We usually do that live on Facebook, and then in the meantime, you can buy the raffle tickets through the Malden Chamber of Commerce, um, through any member, through a network event. Um, lots of different. Of course, nowadays we don't give any paper tickets. It's all. Virtual tickets. We have a QR code that you can buy the Year of Dining raffle tickets for, and that kind of thing. Hmm. That, fact, that eliminates me as a person. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to get you, Ed. Don't you worry. I think actually a few years ago, the former mayor of Everett won the 52 weeks of dining raffle. I'm sure you probably would know that. I don't, can't remember his name, but I was like, wow, it was just such an odd winner. You know, like you, you get some people you just don't know, and then you get the former mayor of Everett won the 52 weeks of dining. I was like, it's kind well, of a neat promo. After winning that, he wouldn't get reelected anyway. Yeah. He's like, well, you're being disloyal to Everett. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. However, when you think about it, there used to be an old adage, there's no such thing as a free lunch, but in his case, he could take a lot of people out to lunch. Right. It's by all. My turn. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we even have um, gift cards to like even Honeydew Donuts, even though, you know, it's kind of a different one, but yeah. they've they've been a member for years, so let's give yeah. them the opportunity. Some people love that Honeydew coffee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, although, yeah. how many donuts can you get for you know twenty five bucks? Right, and then on top of it, well, not too many anymore. Plus the yeah. <laughs> plus it's the end plus of the day. My story about honeydew was one day one time and a couple of years ago I guess it is and they looked up at the board and there was two numbers one before the item which was a muffin and one after the muffin <laughs> and I thought maybe it was a two for one the yeah, kind yeah. of a sale said, what's that second number and the second number was the number of calories in the muffin so. you don't want to know but these they were things. good I'm, oh I'm I'm sure they're good it's they almost did. like it's information sometimes you don't want to know yeah <laughs> but you probably should know yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so. yeah 
Suppose you got a, a rosy future, then you held your membership. You, you got yeah, some new I mean, members, and like any other organization, the people some come come and go for different reasons, yeah. and the result is that uh, it's, uh, your business was was uh, difficult as much as the businesses that you represent because of the coronavirus being such a, a difficult situation for so many yeah. people. Yeah, I just want to say one other thing. Uh, just hit on is that you know. If anybody who's listening is interested in joining or is already a member and wants to be on the board, I'd you know, love to have a conversation with you. We love having uh, – we have a term limits on our board, so – Which is a good idea. Yeah, and so we lose automatically um, so many people every year. Usually, you know, usually not a third, but maybe 25% of the board kind of every year due to term limits. So um, – we're always looking for folks. We try to be strategic. Like if we're missing an industry, we try to say, okay, can we grab somebody, you know, ask somebody from that industry to fill in. Um, it doesn't always work that way, but that's what we try to do. But obviously, if someone's interested and wants to be a member, that to us is And, you know, people can have a – you can even have a business from your home. Oh, yeah. Or, or a oh, non-commercial location. Yep. And, and, and find the chamber has its advantages for oh, a lot yeah. of different reasons. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and maybe that's something you could th- – I'm just thinking, you know, we just had a, a, a gentleman join our board who's a trans- – he does translation services. And, you know, he will tell you his business has grown just from being a member and getting his uh, business out there and how he can – Work with different businesses on translation services, yeah. and um, uh, uh, let's say if uh, uh, someone was interested or approached to join, yeah, and they had eight employees, so yep. they, uh, the, the the amount that the the membership fee is premised on the size of the business. That's right. So eight would be a different price to be a member than twenty eight. Yes. But do I know it? No. That's all right. Well, anyway. It, but it is based on the yeah. employees. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a solo practitioner versus under 20 employees. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was thinking when you say that, because there are, even as a member, you have um, attorneys. Oh, yeah. Lots. And, and tax people. Yep. And uh, banks. Yeah. Lots. Oh, so, of course, banks. They, they would. Yeah, they're big members. Stop and Shop's a member. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is wonderful. You know, uh, dentists. And then we have, you know, people like, um, oh gosh, Spatafora, you well, know, the funeral well, he's home. Been, he's the, been the mainstay in the community you know, for so many years. years. Yeah. Anthony's, you know, that yeah. whole group. Do you have any been, religious groups? We do have a couple. Um, oh gosh, First Parish is a member. Uh, uh, the UU. Um, uh, oh, a couple of them I can't think. I'm so sorry. I can see them, but I can't think of what they're. So it's a diverse group to start with, not only uh, ethnically, but also, of course, Religiously. It's, it's the focus of what they do. Yeah, yeah. 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 We have nonprofits, and we have a different price for nonprofits. Yeah. You know, housing families and Bread of Life and um, Elliott Family Center, those kind of places. Really, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so now, when you're not doing the um, chambers, <laughs> the business, chamber, my uh, my see, avocation. Oh, yeah, well, yeah that, well, I was going to say God's work, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for that. You, you, you have a, a reason to do uh, earn a living, mm, mm. and you, your and your career is financial planning. Financial I advisor. Yep. yep. Uh, and uh, yep. You also would have went through a difficult time in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, uh, although the business has changed tremendously. Yeah. From my early years in the business, everything at that time was face to face, and now uh, that's not necessary any longer. No. Uh, so, like, I'm I'm actually meeting a client tomorrow morning for breakfast, first time I've met her, and she opened the account 2020. Yeah. Three years ago, when the first time you meet her. Yep. Because we did everything virtual over the phone. Yeah, well, um, you know, and that's exactly to your point. You know, so we're actually going to meet in person tomorrow for the first time. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll try to visualize that kind of a strategic, strategic situation. Who gets the check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Now, what what kind of products do you deal with primarily? Well, I I always you know I I always talk about money, right? And how right. to really how to save it, spend it, invest it, and plan for it, right? That's really what I talk and to not clients lose about. It. 
Well, that's a that it goes back to the client's risk tolerance, yeah. right? You know, because you know everyone's in a four hundred one k or some kind of retirement plan at work, even if they're self employed. Hopefully, they have a retirement plan, right? They're in the market, you know, and the market is up and down. Well, uh, but that's about risk, right? Yeah, it's like how it, risky can you stomach? Can you tolerate? The tolerates. Yeah. Tolerate. Now, is, is do you find sometimes that people um, are very conservative because they're looking at the potential loss as much as they are at the potential gain, mm-hmm. and sometimes maybe people uh, a, a f- focus on the potential re- reward, but at, for their circumstances, might suggest, like for instance, if they're close to retirement, normally right. you don't get too aggressive with the person. With the person's portfolio, because mm-hmm. if they if you pick the wrong time, you won't have the time to gain it back in time in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's some really cool software out there now that you know, because sometimes when you say 10 percent, you can't. It's hard to comprehend what that means numbers wise, right? But now I can really show clients. Okay, here's the projection. You know, again, based on you know history, no one can predict the market. What is this? Is what ten percent impact on your portfolio looks like? Can you still sleep at night? Can you stomach that? How many more years to retirement? Right? How many more years do you need this money? You know, because sometimes it's not even about retirement; it's just needing the money. You know, and so I think a lot of it's kind of behavioral and that risk tolerance and comfort level with the the ups and downs, the risks and the rewards of the market. Um, yeah. One of the combinations that is oftentimes a big part of the person's plan for retirement would be Social Security. And um, when you read the suggestions as far as your options, which is to take it early, which is probably Mm -hmm. not too good an idea, but even they said, well, you should wait past, it used to be 65 and now it's 66 in months, depending when you're born. It's 67 and when you're born. And... um, but invariably, when I've talked with people over the years, they, they, even though there's a, it's a rather attractive if you wait. Yeah. And you get a, it's, what is it, 8% a year increase? Yeah. Up to age 70? Yeah. Or 72? You got it, 70, yeah. 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 And uh, But the comeback I usually would remember hearing would be, yeah, but if I died the first I year. <laughs> I know. And then, of course, you, you, you bump into them 10 years later and they... They don't bring it up, but I mean, they obviously would have been better off if they waited. But that's a tough hurdle for a lot of people it to is. wait, even though you gain a lot. Yeah, it is. But a lot of times, you know, I'll, 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 oh gosh, it's so it's a, it is, it's an emotional conversation too, right? Because yeah. obviously, you know, if you didn't turn it on and you do pass, well, then your spouse will get hopefully more money, right? When, when they turn on your Social Security, right. you know. And then the other thing is, it's like odds are good that you're going to live a long life, yeah. you know, unless you tell me both your parents died, you know, at a young age, you know, your odds are good. And they continue to be good, right? We see the age of mortality is in the 80s now. That's incredible, right? And then 8%, nowhere can you get 8%, nowhere. And, the, and then Social Security is taxable. Like if you earn a certain amount, a percentage of that is taxable. Right, so if you are already in a high income bracket, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of questions, a lot of conversations to really look. But at. it's it's really a, 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 there's no there's no fixed plan. Everybody, if you say, no, you, that's the that's the uh, no, there's no that's fixed the reason plan. why sometimes you have an advisor in the first place, yeah. and that you said someone that you can lay that lay on the table. This yep. is what my what I've done. This is where I'm at, and yep. this is my plan. Yep. Now, the plan. It may be a great plan, but financially, is that going to be sustainable? Because, you know, all of a sudden you can't be right. going, uh, you know, if you got a beer budget and, and you like champagne, you, you know, it doesn't last that <laughs> well, long. Well, isn't, isn't it what they say? It's not what you earn, it's what you spend, right? Well, that's certainly a, a, a factor. But, um, it's, and in yet some instances, I think from my own limited experience, is that, that you give the people advice which you think is good for them, and they don't, they do, they want to do something altogether right. different. And so, uh, yeah. 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 Are, are you? Do you have um, a fair amount of elderly people you deal with, or older people? Uh, yeah, 
A good amount, yes. yeah. So who are taking their required minimum distributions? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, you or near to, that point. Yeah, because you know they just increase the age again. Right. You know. So. Yeah, because um, you, you you see in in, in the newspapers and on TV so many instances of scams for el, against know, elderly people and. I know. Um, I, oh. I, I mentioned this. Um, on the show, it, it happened some years ago. Someone got a phone call that she showed money to the IRS, and and here's a person who was a educated, yep. professional person, yep. but at the time she was um, dealing with a m- medical issue, which proved uh, eventually it's terminal, and uh, they said they were going to start talking about all the things they were going to do to get the, for, for her not paying these taxes that yeah. she didn't owe and they said she did owe. Yeah. And they threw out a number to her that she owed and she said, I don't have that much money in my checking account. And they agreed to compromise the debt. Well, that in itself was a red flag. Yeah. And what did happen was she was so embarrassed to think mm. that she, who uh, for her background, she hardly told anybody, anybody. And, and maybe mentioned afterwards to a couple of people about the fact that she had uh, been victimized, and yeah. and it wasn't a huge amount of money, so it didn't disturb her her uh, financial situation. But it was just the idea of going through all that personal difficulty at that time to get the phone call that from the IRS never calls people that they don't they don't approach right. it. Yeah. They send you a letter in the mail and right whatever. Right. And yeah, uh, it's it's just this idea of that they're. Yeah, you hate the idea of them taking advantage like yeah, that, you know. Yeah. And we talk about like like for me or my business, I can't take any requests over email. You know, I need to phone call if someone says, "Oh, I need," you know, Donna, can you? I need to talk about my account. Yeah, well, like, I got your message a few times. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like you like call we, your office yeah, and you're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you, yeah. And then we set up a because t- I'm like I I just need to know it's you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody could be sending an email. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's it's you hear about it all the time. But I think it's good in some ways that people are, even though it's embarrassing, we are talking about it, right? In order to let people know it does happen to. To many of us, and then if anything, then we become smarter and better about it the next time, you know, because it's just it's terrible. Yeah. Do you get um, sometimes look like for instance September is not supposed to be a good month for the market. Yeah, that's history. Yeah. And uh, I think when I looked at it earlier today, it wasn't good today. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when you have those situations with the market which does fluctu- fluctuate, that when it's not it's it's in a negative position. Is it more difficult to explain to people that they have to be patient? With, uh, yeah. they... I really try to, yes, but I really try to have that conversation at the beginning. Like, so they're not calling me in a crisis, right? Yeah. I'd rather have the conversation in the beginning and say, let's talk about what this means, right? What does the market look like? What is the up and down? What can you stomach? What can't you stomach? You know, and we'll talk. I mean, I'll, I'll call you and talk to you as much as you wish, but... I want to make sure that you have a as best of an understanding as you can about the fluctuations and you know seeing the up and down and yeah. not being ready to you know make a decision on a dime when that's really not the best time to make a decision. Well, um, do you find with we I mentioned Social Security? Well, but do you find most people don't defer that option? They don't take the deferred option that they do take it when they can get it. At age sixty-seven, or yeah, I, I I feel like I I'd say it's a I'd say that a lot of my clients have waited. They do wait. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if that's also you know um, because they have other assets. Well, and uh, that makes a difference too, right? Some clients don't have other assets, and that's that's what they need. Well, uh, yeah, because I was, uh, you know, there were, there were reasons why, uh, um, if if you were, like for instance, uh, if you had an IRA, yeah, uh, or another another vehicle that you get, you you have mm-hmm. to take it installments that you could focus on withdrawing that out currently right. and uh, by and not need it. That's provided you can manage your budget so you, the, the you have enough assets to to live your lifestyle and your and your objectives. Right. Defer the Social Security, and um, that way they you, you keep your tax bracket lower. Yeah. And then when you start drawing down Social Security, you you've offset that def- 
by weight, by a higher amount of, uh, and only 85% of Social Security is taxable, so you right. gain a little bit that, that way as well. So. Yep. Yep. But it's hard sometimes. All the numbers get confusing to people. Sometimes. It does. Yeah. It does get confusing. Yeah. You know, and you get anxious. Some people, it's 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 anxiety provoking sometimes yeah. too, yeah. right? You know, yeah. of like because it's. I think too, we live. You know, all of us are used to a paycheck, right? We get a paycheck every week or every month, whatever your pay stub, and all of a sudden, that stopped, right? right? And you get Social Security once a month. So if you used to get paid every other week or every week, I still have clients who still get paid every yeah. week, right? Which is I feel like is less and less, yeah. but there are some that still yeah. do. Yeah. That's a big change to budget yeah. from weekly to monthly. You know, just those things can really have a difference on yeah. Yeah. how you work through retirement. Yeah. The um, well, in mentioning that, that um, I recall some years back reading an article, and what the point of the article was is that people who live, let's say, below the poverty level mm. or who live on the margin, so to speak, sometimes it isn't so much a lack of income to, to, to do what you needed to do, but it's money management. Yeah. And people, uh, if you get credit cards, even now there's, there's articles mm. now about how much people oh. are mm. using credit cards and... If you if you look at it uh, even a a, high, a quality one you're probably paying if you carry a balance which mm. uh, that's the point to the article was it's the amount of credit card debt outstanding is now a trillion dollars but you know today those numbers lose their uh, impact but right. uh, you, you're paying probably oftentimes and most likely it's as much as twenty percent or more of a month interest and so it'd be pretty hard to whistle down a balance if you kept using the card every month and and paid the minimum, it takes a long time to pay off those balances, if ever. Yeah, that's yeah. why I prefer debit over credit cards. Yeah. But, you know, and use your credit for emergencies, right? Yeah. You know, and use your debit, because at least debit is, is more but similar. But you don't get the points. You don't get the points. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you don't get yeah. the points. I know. The, yeah, I know. <laughs> but at least you know what your limit is, yeah. right? And the other part, because so few people carry cash, and I really, as you know, Ed, right? If you had $100 in your pocket and now you have 20 bucks in your pocket, yeah. right? You're like, okay, I don't have any more money. I can't spend it. Yeah. Now it's it's just this, this flow. Well, you, you have no more money to go to the ATM. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Yeah. And pay 2 or $3 if you don't go to the right ATM. Well, there's all kinds of costs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. and that's what I mean. You know, yeah. it's yeah. It, those little fees definitely can eat at your... Your money too. Well, um, is the um, the the majority of your clientele are they are they're not retired or is it a mixed group? I would say I would say majority are not retired. They're not retired, no. right? Yeah. I have I have quite a few who are. Yeah. But I have many more who aren't who are either at or near it. Um, matter of fact, my client tomorrow morning is twenty five. She's what? Twenty five. Well, she and didn't I'm get saying, her in the beginning. That's what I, t I I talk about that all the time, right? The time value of money, yeah. you know, is putting, you know, money away at age 25 versus 45. Yeah. Huge difference, right? And, um, yeah, this client started early. Proud of her. Well, um, did maybe if someone were interested in the chamber yep. for information, what is the uh, best way for them to make Contact. Probably the website. The website? Yep. There's a phone number. There's an email. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Oh, now X. It's called X Yeah, now. they keep yeah. saying X. Yeah, formally it's Twitter. Formally Twitter until yeah, we get yeah, adjusted. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So those are the He's ways. an X himself. The gold yeah. <laughs> I know. And this, one of his kids is named like X3274 or something like that. Um, so those are a variety of ways you can grab the chamber. Obviously, you know, reach to me or if you know, if you see a, those chamber stickers on a business, you happen to walk in, yeah. you know, not everyone puts them on your door, but mine's on my car, actually. Yeah. So we drive, drive around with it. But um, that's one way. And, and and if they wanted to talk to you about uh, discussing their personal financial situation, oh, yeah. all their how would they contact you? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, my firm is Boston Light Financial, light as in lighthouse. And um, 
that's my firm. And so there's a bunch of advisors on there. You can reach me through there, call me, email me. Glad to meet somebody and talk to them about what their concerns are or, and how maybe I can help. Yeah, and um, your, your, your office is located where? Woburn. Woburn. Yeah. Was it in Stoneham before? Nope, never. Woburn? Always Woburn. Okay, yeah. and, uh, but, and you remember the Marlin Chamber? Yep. And uh, you remember the Woburn Chamber? Nope. No, no need to. No, <laughs> no. Malden's my home. Right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, that's why. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to what we've talked about? Chamber business. Chamber business. Yeah. No, not that I can think of. It. We hit the main stuff. We did do just as a side note. Matter of fact, kind of talking a little bit about post-pandemic. We did do. Um, we met with a uh, company, and. Um, create a strategic plan, kind of our visioning over the next five to 10 years. How do we need to, how do we, how do we need to morph? You know, who do we need to become? How do we meet the needs of our membership? Um, so we had a two part strategic plan and actually I have it in front of me because we were talking about it tonight at our board meeting. Um, Cause we just got kind of the preliminary information and what's going to be kind of our next steps with that. So that was kind of, it was just the e-board, though. It wasn't the whole board. So tonight we're going to deliver it to the whole board. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a neat way to really talk about yeah. who we are, where we're going, and how we're getting there. Yeah. But the next event is in October. That's oh, the yes. Um, we just had a lunch and learn last week on healthy eating and healthy healthy eating, actually through um, Cambridge Health Alliance. Okay. And Was that for the members or for the public? It's anybody. Yeah. Honestly, anybody can. Yeah. Those are free. Just... Just I should up. have been at that one. <laughs> <laughs> I should have forwarded you the info. Um, it was pretty. It was good, actually. Yeah, it was good. Don't try my cell phone. <laughs> I don't think there is anything. Can I look at my little my little sheet here? Um, oh, you know what? I do want to mention really quick, if if we could. So we're going to be doing kind of a big speaker series starting in. Um, what type of series? Speaker. Oh. A speaker series, and actually. It's going to kick off this fall. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you asked me because here it is in front of me. It's kicking off this fall, November 6th. This is the first one. And um, it's Dave McGilvery, the BAA oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. He, just got to the, he just was put in the Hall of Fame. For yeah. One, yeah, yeah. Along he's going to be our opening keynote speaker at Malden Catholic, who's also a chamber member. And so that's kind of a big, like, in-person, bigger speakers. And we have a, a quite a few, you know, um, speakers that are costing us some money you know what I mean we're like investing some money into this and we're going to have one like maybe every quarter so the first one is November and then uh, we'll have a couple in uh, early 2024 so people can keep an eye out for those yeah for and sure. that would that be anybody can come would that be a different site perhaps than the first one as far as the location oh, location you know I think Malden Catholic has offered their um they have like a black box theater Okay. And I think they've offered it to us as long as it works. Um, so I think we're going to take advantage of that. That's true enough, and there's yeah. parking there. Yeah, yeah. parking there, and yeah. they're not going to – I don't think they're charging us. I think it's yeah. just a courtesy yeah. they're giving to us. And it's a great way to show off Malden Catholic, too, yeah. you know, for people that don't maybe know it so much. So, yeah, that's, and that's then, a then, big deal. And then you could schedule a, a speaking a date when the school's closed, like in February. Yes. Yeah. I don't know when I don't that the speaker series is not my, uh, but I, I do yeah. know we're kicking it off in November. So yeah. I'm glad you actually mentioned that. That's yeah. coming up yeah. sooner than you think, actually, yeah. two months from today, right? Or two months from tomorrow. Tomorrow's yeah. the 6th of September. Yes, oh. it is. Wow. Comes up fast. So thank you for the opportunity, Ed, as always. I appreciate you coming on and, and uh, appreciate the time. Your name of your firm is Boston Light Financial. Like, Light in a house. Light, like Boston Light, the lighthouse. Yeah, good enough. Yeah, right. am I going pointing in the right direction toward the lighthouse on the island there? Uh, that's a poem. It's hard to say to the the when you're in the... That, I remember from that, that was in, in my English course. <laughs> so, something about to the lighthouse, I think. Yeah, something uh, like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always appreciate have, uh, having time to talk to you, Ed. Good talk with you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming aboard. And now, um, I do have one public announcement. And that is, um, there is a program available, and it's for 50-plus years of age people, and it's being, 
it's a job seeking program and it's being um, handled by the Malden Public Library. And uh, if, you know, if you if you read in the newspaper and if you talk about uh, um, the economy, this you can get the difference of opinion. But there's plenty of jobs out there. But some of the jobs that would be available are limited for different reasons to to, to age because of the physical involvement. There's reasons why um, you don't necessarily have those jobs that you see in the paper because they don't use the paper much anymore. You're as lucky you're as lucky to see a sign in a window of a business as you are to read it in, in the classified section of the, wall, uh, of the newspaper. But the, the, the point to the 50-plus the job-seeking program, if you're currently unemployed or even if you're employed but you're thinking in terms of maybe looking to make a change in what you're doing, the time to make a change if you're currently employed is obviously take do it when it's to your advantage, it's particularly if you have a feeling that when your current position may not be indefinite or there may be things going on in the business that you're involved in that uh, suggest that maybe things are going to be involved with some reductions. But in any event, the way it's set up, um, and I think it's, it's worthwhile to pursue it, is for people 55 years or, or older and... Um, all of the classes are by Zoom, which is important too because that again, you can do them from home and you can do them from a, a site without having to go somewhere and be inconvenienced in traffic and, and whatever. And the, um, the schedule, the way it's set up is there's morning sessions from 9.30 to 11.30 and those are usually the first and third Wednesday of the month. The evening sessions are from 6 to 8 and are on the second and fourth Wednesday. And except for like uh, Thanksgiving, there's obviously some reasons why you would ha make a, uh, an alternative to that. But now the next session is, is the 20th of September, and that's 9.30 a.m. And it's, it is a topic. It's, it's, um, it's how to create a link. And then there's other topics on how to present a resume. You know, all these things that are being done the, number one, you can do it daytime on Zoom or in the evening by Zoom. You know in advance what it is. If you have any question or if there is someone that you think of or that you know about who may be a prospect for the program, it's, it's being sponsored by the Malden Public Library. And the phone number for the to call if you have any questions or you need further information is 781-324-324. 0218. That's as close as you can get to doing it if you don't have a pencil handy. It's almost the, the zip code, 781-324-0218. And that's for Martina. So anyway, it's, it's, again, it's, it's provided, uh, sponsored by the, the library, and sometimes they have those... Um, could be scams where you think you're being given something from nothing, and then you find out there's fees attached or, uh, or there's other sorts of uh, financial obligations. So, again, think in terms of the library. If, if you personally are either employed looking for maybe a change or unemployed uh, obviously looking for a change, or you know of someone that might be uh, qualified for what's being talked about here, then uh, have them contact the library and clarify it um, when uh, they talk to the personnel at the library. This is the time of the year that, um, in fact, probably this past week is the, is the focal point. People pack up their, their belongings for their children or the children's belongings and get them off to colleges, whether they're upperclassmen or freshmen. And... Um, when we just talked to uh, Donna about financial planning, there's also reasons why they, you have to pay attention to the children that go off to college and for the first time, they don't have the benefit of a parent looking over their shoulder and they are sometimes are making a, a financial choices for the, on their own for the first time in their life. And there's mistakes that sometimes happen. For instance, underestimating out-of-pocket expenses. And and that's particularly true when you think in terms of if you have children that are out of state school when they're coming home for the holidays uh, when or special occasions or school vacations. 
there's a cost factor there that you have to remind yourself and they have to be aware of that should they plan to come home two or three times during the college year and it requires a distance to travel, there is always expenses. And sometimes the airlines aren't that conveniently scheduled to fit their schedule, particularly if it's a short-term notice. So, again, you have to be aware, and they should be particularly aware, of um, these costs, unestimating costs. And and, and uh, if... if uh, even if they have a food program at the school, what they also have to deal with is, is, is one of the biggest f- inflationary elements that have occurred in the last couple of years is the cost of food in whatever form you take on it. So that's the that's one of the items that pay attention to. Not not clear not setting clear expectations for the students. It's important for fan, parents to set realistic expectations of what type of expenses they are willing to cover. And again, um, you get younger people going off to school. They, For the first time in their life, they have uh, to do a budget, not only for the day-to-day expenses, but emergencies that come up or unanticipated expenses. And the result is that um, you give them a credit card and sometimes it's easier it's easier to charge it on, on and utilize it than it is to pay the bill at the end of the month, and uh, as I mentioned when Donna was here earlier, the the, um, the the banks and the other sources that have credit cards, they want you not to pay the bill in full because that's how they make their money. And uh, and about half of all the people in the recent surveys carry a balance over from month to month. And uh, when that happens, there's a lot of that uh, cost that the the bank originally absorbed to get your membership is more than offset by what they're going to charge you for the interest level that you have to pay to maintain a balance over the on the credit card. So, the, the, and young people um, uh, maybe not as disciplined and structured, and lacking in some experiences in dealing with a uh, money money management that 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 could be a problem, and. Uh, Another area that you have to pay attention to, given the students' uh, unfettered access to a credit card, and that that is especially a problem uh, because uh, uh, the easiest thing to do is everything or any time you need something is to take out the credit card and present that. It's not as easy to pay it back for sometimes because uh, you, you start to run up a balance, and before you know it, your monthly budget is not consistent with what you have to pay out. So you have to have to be aware when you give one of your children a credit card to use. If it's not for an emergency, and even if it is, you have to kind of pay attention to what, what goes on in the statement when the balance comes in at the end of the month. Not obtaining a durable financial power of attorney. You know, and we don't think of that being in a, in a mindset when we're sending the children off to school, but there are instances when a a primary need the authority to perform financial functions such as paying for off-campus rent or a credit card bill if the student has his or her own credit card. Otherwise, late fees can mount and there could be an impact on credit scores. So you have to, again, um, be aware of uh, that situation. And uh, so even though it's kind of a, a thing you don't want to think about too much, it's, it's, it's practical, uh, which kind of sums up... Uh, the other issues, which would be withdrawing money from a retirement account to pay for college. You have to think twice about that because that's not the better way to do it if you have any options. And uh, not having access to the student's account if they have their own statement, which is important to have so you know what's going on if they're not available. So uh, We've given you a lot of talk about money today. I hope it's helped you and look forward to having you uh, hear our next show.